Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And lots going on with Dr. Wayne Dyer. He's joining us now from Maui. So we've got a lot of things happening here, a new book that you're working on, some great stories to share with us. Yes, so many things have all happened, and it's amazing how quickly, you know, they say, they, like, things happen in moments, you know, it's just like, well, everything is like, uh, just this moment, this moment. So everything I read now, I'm reading a lot of deeply spiritual material, and it speaks to uh, that life is just constantly being recreated every second. Yes. You know, you, you think that th- you think we think that there's this cause and effect thing that's going on. But in in another kind of reality, in a spiritual reality, it's just a constant recreation. It's hard to imagine that we recreate the same thing over and over and over and over and over every second. But that's kind of what's happening. And of course, we always talk. Everyone always talks about living in the present moment. You know, just be here. Be here now. You hear it. And Eckhart Tolle wrote a very famous book about it. You know about the now. In fact, someone sent me a clock one time, which I, I watch rather, which I really liked. I wear it every now and then. It's, it says now. You know. And yeah. What time the, is it? The, now. Both hands. Both hands <laughs> say now on it, and at, at the one it says now, at the two it says now. So every time you look, it's like, okay. It's now again. Damn. It's a great reminder. <laughs> Can't get away from. But I have um, um, a lot of things change for me in in a moment. In the moment, I want to share the moment a little bit with us before we take calls this morning, and maybe. Some people can even call in and tell some, maybe perhaps some of their moments or how it's imp- impacted them, how just like one moment uh, can, can change things. And, and I always think that these, um, these changes that, uh, that take place in our life, these, uh, these turns that we make, you know, I, I wrote an entire book about it called I Can See Clearly Now about, uh, these very significant moments in my life that, uh, really just altered so many things. And I, as I was writing that book, I would look back at, at a particular moment, at a pic- particular time, and think, oh, my God, if it hadn't been for that, that particular time, I remember it was uh, when, I was on, when I was on Guam, when I was like 21 or 20, 20 or 21 years old, and, and um, I had developed this thing called a polynidal cyst, and I had been told that I would have to have surgery and put, be put in the hospital, and... And then I saw what, what some of those people looked like who had had these cysts removed. And, um, and I just decided uh, in that moment that I was going to see if I could uh, do something about that. You know, and I went to, into my, uh, back to my bunk uh, in, in a Ganya Guam. And let's uh, just laid there, and I just put, I just started practicing an intention to heal this thing. I just, I didn't, I, did, I was just desperate. I didn't know what else to do. I did all that. Every place I went, every medical person just told me, no, it has to be cut out. It's surgery. It's surgery. And it's like, uh, uh, and that just, just didn't set well with me. It wasn't that I was afraid of it. It just didn't feel like the right thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I, um, uh, I just, and I was reading a book at that time called Psycho Cybernetics by Max Maltz, who was a, uh, he, he was a plastic surgeon and had written this wonderful book. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this book, but it was really impactful for me. So, and he was talking there about our beliefs, and and he was a medical doctor, and and how they, uh, how they impact us, and so on. And I just changed my belief about what it was that, um, uh, what was about to take place for me on the on, on the following Monday morning. And um, when I got up that morning, it was gone, completely gone. It never, ever returned again. And that was uh, over 50 years ago. Wow. And way before and you was, heard of Louise. <laughs> way before I heard of Louise or anyone else. And yeah. the, the, not only did it impact me, but it impacted 
Um, it affected me in many, many ways. I began to realize how powerful my mind was and that I could really deal with things. And I think I went for about a 30-year period in my life, maybe even longer, where I didn't get a cold. I, and I was announcing that in my talks, and I was telling people about it. And, uh, and it was like it would have been too embarrassing for me to, <laughs> to get a cold. I had made so many announcements about I don't, I don't think cold thoughts. If I have a sniffle, I don't think it's going to get worse. My first thought is it's going to get better, and this is going to be gone, and I can overcome this and and so on and then I raised my children that way in fact my daughter my youngest daughter Sage uh, had developed those uh, flat warts on her face and I used the same uh, logic that I learned back there in Guam uh, to rid myself of this uh, cyst at the base of my spine um, to help her to el- eliminate her her uh, what she called her bumps and now we have a she has a little children's book out called goodbye bumps which has really actually done very well at any rate, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I and I when I read when you read, I can see clearly now. Basically, I wasn't really trying to write an autobiography or an, a memoir or anything like that. I just think I'm way too young for that. Got way too far to go. Too too many promises to keep and uh, and so on. So uh, it was more uh, just to to uh, sort of review in my own life and to have the reader look at and and realize that there are times. When something comes along and it isn't your personality that is doing it, it's something impersonal and it just clicks with you and all of a sudden you're, instead of going this way, you made a, a really sharp right turn or a left turn. And about a month ago, I was over in Hana and uh, on, on the other side of the, of the island of Maui and I was in a ceremony, a very deeply spiritual ceremony and people were singing and then um, it was started at 7 o'clock in the evening and it goes till... Uh, um, sunrise the next morning, six or seven o'clock. It's about 12, 11 to 12 hours. Um, and it's, you know, it's just a very deeply, profoundly moving spiritual experience. Um, uh, and, um, and so I was doing that and taking this, this thing called ayahuasca and just, just being in this, uh, this, this profoundly beautiful place. And all of a sudden someone started singing this song and, uh, and the song was called I am light. And, and, I, and for some reason, I just made a note to myself. In fact, I even took out a pen and paper. And, and I was in kind of a foggy state from the ayahuasca and so on. It was just a beautiful moment. And I just wrote down, I am light, remember this. And, um, and it was right after that. that uh, and in the singing of the song, I just couldn't get the song out of, out of my head. I am light. I am not the voices in my head and so on. It just kept going on and on with who I, who I really am. Um, and then I told my uh, assistant here on Maui, her name is Dee, uh, Dee Garns, about, uh, about this experience. And, I, and then she told me the story about her and her son, Marcus. Uh, and she had asked him, because we had talked about this many times, um, what about your children? And um, uh, especially your babies and, and, and toddlers, just as they're learning to speak and communicate, uh, they've been so close to uh, to God, as William Wordsworth said. I talked about this last week. Heaven lies about us in our infancy, our sleep, our, our our birth is but a sleep and a forgetting, and that heaven lies about us in our infancy. We're so close to from that source from which everything originates. Uh, uh, that we is the great mystery, what I call the impersonal part of ourselves. You know, that's in everything and everywhere. It's not per- personal just for you. It's what grows. It's what grows the grass and uh, keeps the planets in alignment and opens the roses and uh, and beats our heart and grows our fingernails and it's invisible, and um, 
and Dee just asked her little son, Marcus, who's he's like a son to me as well. I, I, I see him every single day, and I play with him, and he just... He's just a, a great teacher. You know, he's 18, 19 months old. And so I posted a picture of him and I, on, and because uh, Dee had said to him, what's God like? And he just hold, held his arms out and said, light. Uh, 18 months old. He doesn't even say sentences. He just says, you know, a few words. But he said very, very And that was his said, memory, right? That was his memory. It was light. I am light, you know. And I got to thinking about the, the how powerful that is, and I thought, you know, I'd, I want to really do a seminar on this whole idea of who we really are, what are our impersonal selves, which is really just light. And, you know, anyone who talks about the, uh, you know, like Anita Morjani and people who've had these near-death experiences, they almost always speak about light. Uh, there's a great light. You know, we go towards the light. You've heard this, I'm sure, sure Diane, a hundred times from all the different stories and so on. And um, and people who've had these experiences, and it's this intense light. And when I had the past life regression with uh, Mira Kelly, um, I, uh, who's written a wonderful book, by the way, called Beyond Past Lives, which is available now, um, she... Um, you know, I can remember being in that state of uh, of seeing the light, and I even said out loud because I saw, I heard a recording of it later because I didn't even remember what I said. Um, I just said it's so bright in here; the light is just so intense and so bright, and uh, and so on. So, um, so while I was in this sort of ayahuasca haze time, and uh, from this plant, and uh, and just in this very deeply spiritual place, and thinking about what I'm going to write, I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book about this about the impersonal versus the personal part of ourselves and about light. And I'm going to call it I Am Light. And I'm going to do this seminar in January and um, in, here on Maui um, and invite people from all over the world, well, like I've done every year for seven years, but instead of doing it on different subjects that I've, do, I've done it on, I've done it on Excuses Be Gone, I've done it on uh, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, I did it on Divine Love. Um, I'm going to do one on, on, on light and, and our impersonal selves and, and connecting to that and, and realizing, you know, how powerful it is to, to realize who we really are deep within us that, uh, you know, this physical world is just a, a very quick illusion and that we're not here as, you know, human beings. I've said it so many times having a spiritual experience, but it's the other way around that we're all ultimately light. We're all spiritual beings having a very temporary human experience that seems so real but it's it's just nothing more than a parenthesis in eternity as, as Joe Goldsmith said in one of his great books to find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author please visit hayhouse.com thank you for listening